Hey, welcome back to Jail's podcast, Honest Chats. Now, in this episode, before we actually get into that episode, if you're new, welcome. If you are returning, welcome as well. Hope you're doing well in this month of May, and may the 4th be with you, which is the day that I'm recording this, is it? I don't actually know. Either way, may the 4th be with you. That's quite lame. So, welcome back, and if you're new, welcome. Um, in this episode or in this chat, we're actually listening to my conversation with Sunny. We went out to have a cup of coffee and we talked a little bit about the battle of the mind, but also the battle in the middle of being in um, in a season of testing, a desert season. Um, we came away from having watched a an episode of... Um, an episode or a video where Pastor Stephen Furtick interviews um, T.D. Jakes. And so I'll link that episode in the description below. I would encourage you to go and watch it. And watch it. It's really about suffering, how to deal with suffering, What's the, what is the use of suffering, how do we approach suffering, etc. It's, I think, about an hour almost two hours sort of episode, um, sort of conversation, but I, I really think it's going to bless you to watch it. So I encourage you to set some, some time aside to do that and even pray afterwards and, you know, spend some time with God. But um, one of the things that I really enjoy when I'm sitting down with Sonny is just how faith-filled he is. Now, he's going to actually talk a little bit about some of the challenges that he's facing in his life currently. Uh, especially physically and with health, with health. So, despite all of that, um, I'm really encouraged by his faith. I'm really encouraged by his hope that he has hope that isn't based on his circumstances, even though his circumstances are quite um, they're quite trying. So, I hope it encourages you. And if you're going through something that's rough, that's tough, it's um, it's one of those things that needs to be spoken to and about, but in a careful way as not to diminish the intensity of the period and also not to take away from some of the lessons that we might be needing to learn in the middle of that. Are there lessons to learn with every single painful situation? I don't know, but um, wherever we can, I suppose as God leads us, that's one of those things that we have to navigate. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. Leave us a review and a rating. And, um, you know, if you enjoyed this, if it impacts you somehow, if you have questions, I encourage you to speak to your community, whoever you're connected to, or also let me know what are some of the things and thoughts and uh, and things that um, perhaps need a little bit more exploration, you're not so sure about, whatever. Let me know. Without further ado, here's Sunny. We're just inside of the shop. For those of you that are listening, that's there at the cafe. And here is Sunny. Yo. And um, <laughs> we thought we thought we'd record a podcast. Uh, and I think one of them. I mean, we. When did I see you? Monday, Tuesday. Monday, yeah. Monday. Last Monday, and um, yeah, so we thought 
uh, have a conversation a little bit about about a, um, a YouTube clip that we both saw. <laughs> TV oh, yeah. Jack talking about suffering and, and the crushing. Because, um, I mean, because you're going through your own health problems. Yeah, um, still being crushed. Still being crushed. Crunchy ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so just like what, what that looks like. Um, being part of the version of Christianity that is just a little bit unattractive, I suppose. You're picking up your crossbar and, um, yeah. We'll see where this conversation takes us. Yeah, I totally didn't. I actually didn't know what um, we're going to talk about, but um, thanks for having me back again. Yeah, thanks for coming back. It was pretty crushing to listen to my own podcast from last time. <laughs> <laughs> it was crushing my ego, my pride, and my insecurity. Yeah, you didn't finish it, did you? <laughs> Listening to it, did you? No, I couldn't. <laughs> I, I listened to both of them, most of it, but I was just like, oh Jesus, deliver me. <laughs> it was just too cringy for some reason for me to hear my own voice. I'm just like, oh, okay. Right. Maybe take two is better. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, in the name of Jesus. Um, so, yeah, I mean, even this morning, I just thought about how much um, the plans of God for our lives are so um, different to the way we expect them to turn out. Mm-hmm. And often we have a certain set of ideas or understanding or mindset that that's how it's supposed to turn out mm, yeah but god always doesn't guarantee the how that's necessarily right. um <laughs> and that's why i can testify and yeah it's interesting and most time i feel like i don't know where the heck i'm going in life because with all these problems all these concerns um yeah and I guess I'm just learning to take it day by day. Recently, I have started this diet um, to, with my natural path to help the fatigue and um, the sleep and also problems. Mm-hmm. And spend quite a bit of money on it, but I have not seen much results. Once yeah. again, it's like, what the hell? Yeah. Am I yeah. allowed to say hell? Oh. <laughs> Um, Today you are. <laughs> sorry, forgive me, Holy Spirit, come back. Um, yeah, it's just interesting how yeah things turning out at this point. Um, st- still, I'm still willing to believe, and I'm, I am believing that everything's going to work all together for my good. Yeah. Uh, in the end, in this, in the sense of for ultimate glory of God to do, yeah. to be displayed. Yeah. Um, yeah it just really crashing not just physically because we are body soul and mind spirit one being with different dimension of us yeah so when when our bodies get um suffering and sick and all that going through a lot it also affects a other dimension of mm-hmm. our being as well so i would say going through this period of time is more like going through a period of fire where getting refined mm. and 
and I can really, I should really believe God is working on me, um, in me as a person, as, as a child of God, working out all this insecurity, all this fear, all this brokenness, resentments, bitterness, where they all come from. Yeah. Um, and then, and there's no better opportunity for him to deal with all of that through this suffering, through this crashing period, so to speak. Yeah. And I think another great analogy is when we so hard, it's so not moldable for God. But it's only when we've been crushed and we become soft again, become flexible mm. again, then mm. He can put put us into a better shape yeah. to what He's designed. Yeah, that's right. Funny enough, um, couple sun last Sunday the um, Resurrection Sunday service at church, there was a lady sitting next to me. Never met her my whole life. Mm -hmm. um, she just gave me an encouraging word, saying, um, seeing a vision of me being like a um, storm, storm, and God is taking away all this dirt, all this um, stuff that on top of it, and He's revealing the gem inside of it, mm. which is the image that I've seen before on a poster from Kurong. Basically, it's about this um, statue. Half of it is the clay still on it, but half yeah. of it has been exposed. On from the inside and it's yeah. a, like a diamond yeah. and that's the sort of the image painted to me and, and she was encouraging me saying that God is actually doing it right. not you, it's no longer you try to use your own strength, your own effort mm. and this sense of peace that wow I really can acknowledge that and I believe that because that's why I've been feeling as well from the Holy Spirit that He's actually doing the work mm. um, yeah, but definitely still a journey, I would say. There's still many things that I have to come to wrestle and face with from time to time. Even walking in the um, this cafe today, I just hear the voice of the devil like telling me, like, why are you, what are you doing here? You don't want to be here. Just all of a sudden, all this heaviness, I'm more in tune of there's a spiritual dimension behind working against me yeah. and I have to choose to accept what I listen, what I believe in and actually allow the Holy Spirit to outwork the truth that He's putting me in rather than listening to the lies, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, as, uh, where is that? So as, um, as people, we are, at least in the culture that we live in, we are so, we're so used to taking care of the exterior. We're so used to, you know, it's all about how you look on the outside. I mean, Australian society itself is just ex obsessed, I would say, with the exterior. Um, and it almost seems like it's completely the opposite that God is interested in, in the interior and sometimes he'll allow the exterior to go through mm. <laughs> a really tough process in order for the exterior in for the interior to become um, to become softer yeah um, so they say you know there's this saying that's out there which is like the same water that hardens the egg, soften the potatoes. Um, do, you, do you feel like that's a process that you're going through? 
right? Just a softening of your inner core so that when it's revealed, it's not full of um, you know, bitterness and anger. Yeah, totally. I think. Uh, it's a way that I like to put it is about trees. We expect certain fruits to come out, but when the roots, when the seeds is not even ripe, mm. how do you expect apple fruits coming out of uh, yeah, yeah. a mango seed? You know, like it doesn't that's make right. sense. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's the life principle. That's the truth. And God can't build on something that is not right. Yeah. That's false. Yeah. That He can't put something firm. I mean, something gray on the shaky foundation because it's not going to last it's going to break it at the end and the higher it goes the, the more pain um, more painful the fall is going to be yeah. um, wow. but it's also another opportunity to God to show us who we really are yeah, that's right. through the crashing through the trial through the situation through the highs and the lows in the valley yeah. it just there's a spirit within us that is is beyond. There's a strength within us. There's, there's a greater is He in us than whatever we're facing when we're going through those fire. There's times that I'm just like I can't do this anymore. But there's a voice inside of me saying, "Yeah, you can do it." Yeah. Where does that strength come from? Where does that voice come from? Is yeah. is from from the Holy yeah. Spirit, and and show us that yeah we can really do this. If I never gone through this, not going through this, I would never knew, I would never known that I've got the Holy Spirit inside of me. I would have known that I can do all things through yeah. Christ who strengthened me. Yeah. Although a lot of times it doesn't feel like it, but bit by bit, as I'm taking it day by day, I actually can do it. Mm. And God's actually using these sort of moments of shaping, uh, allowing situation to shape us to really um, drawing out the goods, drawing out the real identity. There's so many times that, like, let's say I've done something wrong, I will beat myself up, that's a natural thing. I'm yeah. just joining alliance with the devil and beat myself up. Yeah, right. How often do we do that? And then the mm. Holy Spirit will whisper, yeah. no, you are so righteous, you are so great, you're so kind, you're so yeah. loving, you're so forgiving. Yeah. That's yeah. who you are, you're so free. He will, he will say the opposite thing to the lies that I have believed and he and he will use those moments to tell me who I am wow. and we encourage me saying stuff like hey look you still in this battle you're still fighting after all these years yeah yeah you must be a strong person yeah it's almost like a different way of thinking, thinking. that you see the renewal of the mind coming yeah. from the word of the Holy Spirit yeah. and, and it just comes so naturally it's rather than me mm. trying to confess or repent or rebuke or declare all of those practices are very important but it has to be coming from a genuine connection with the Holy Spirit it has to be Holy Spirit inspired and I think that's where it released the most power that transformation once again we're reminded that we are a new creation in Christ yeah, the, the old yeah. has passed the new has the come and those verses started coming alive in this moment. Because mm, yeah. before I knew them, I could teach a little bit on it and say about them and tell people and catch them. Yeah. But it had no power in me because I never lived it through. Right. But while going through this crashing season, while I'm being crashed, 
I just feel like I'm being crucified or putting to death. Something new lies also being birthed. Yes. Unless a seed dies, you cannot breathe. New life, come up with new life. And the same thing, wow, those dead things being put back to the grave, there's new life coming out. As if God is replacing the things that are meant to be dead with new things. And it's like, stop dwelling, living in the past of your dead, but living the new life, the resurrection life on the cross of the gospel. That's who I call you to be. That's how I see you. I always believe in you. And would you step in? And it's just that urge, that invitation. And, and I feel like sometimes spiritual battles is more like, they're more like just choosing to believe the truth. But so often we so preoccupied or used to our old mindsets, our old beliefs, which are not necessarily true. That's right. And that's what we have allowed the devil to take hold and, and grant a power of the past to keep us captive in the past because yeah. we we like to say that yeah. in the head. We do. So yeah, but in yeah. saying that definitely it's still a journey. Yeah, absolutely. It's a journey. You talked a little bit about um, you know a tree bearing fruit and then uh, it not like you've got to have the right seeds in there. Now I know that one of those seeds that we've got to have inside of our hearts is the word of God because if if there's no word of God inside of us, it's, you know, what has he got to work with? But are there other, other seeds that perhaps when God waters them, they could actually come up and become, you know, tall trees that we could, you know, we could receive fruit from um, in our lives while we're going through crap that maybe, you know, people just need to be aware of or aren't aware of. Um, I know one of mine is, the practice of worship uh, and not just singing songs but actually worshiping God with my words and um, you know and making sure that I'm coming back to hey it's actually not about me it's about Jesus that's mm. what the Bible teaches me anyway God saved us to himself for himself um, mm. you know, and so just those worship declarations of who God is and he says um, you know, like he's the King of Kings. He's the Lord of Lords. Like praise, um, the Psalms talk about it quite a lot. It's like praise is actually a weapon. You know, it's yeah. one of those things that need to be in there, so that when we have nothing else, our, our mouth screams out his praise alongside with the Word of God. Do you have any other sort of uh, um, seeds that? that yeah. Um, when you said praise, it has definitely been a a. Um, emphasis of this year for me yeah I mean even coming back to work this year our main theme is um, to be grateful to have gratitude being mm. thankful and it's declaring all the good things that God has done yeah rather than focusing on the things that he hasn't done um, so praise something that I've learned to do in that sense praise um, someone explained before in a sermon I've heard it's not about just saying, I praise you, I praise you, but it's actually about declaring the good things that he is that he, and he has done. Right. 
that like, oh God, I thank you that you put breath in my lungs today that I can still wake up and breathe and give you glory. Yeah. I can still walk, I can still ride my bicycle, I can still swim, go into the gym. Yeah. Telling those specific things as you're giving praise. And yeah, so I've been practicing that this year and um, just really deliberately focusing my mind on the things that God has done yeah. and putting in me and I can feel joy, I can feel like a sense of breakthrough sometimes. Yeah. At first it was always hard because my mind has a, such a negative rationale at first, but the more I started doing it, that rationale also has started dying off. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I look at, it, I, I mean the way I interpret live events can be more positive now not as just oh this is always negative it's not i don't always uh, i guess uh what's the word exaggerate yeah. or worse and make the situation look even worse because mm -hmm. sometimes we can exacerbate that's the word yeah we can and it just can um just make things looking so bad and then adding stress into our own life so yeah i just decided see things like oh it's not that bad God's still on the throne he's in control well I just have to pay that speeding fine I guess I have to <laughs> give back to the community you know oh my gosh no although I was at fault <laughs> shouldn't speed um so I have a little bit of a, a, a question so what's the what in your opinion is probably the hardest Part about being in the middle of crushing, of the crushing. Um. Yeah. I mean, what hasn't, what isn't hard <laughs> in the midst of crushing? I mean, who likes to be crushed here? Well, some people like misery. So. <laughs> oh wow. No, it's true. Misery, um, like. Um, who was it? I, I went through a stage of depression at some point in my life. I had just left high school. I'm trying to fix the mic too at the same time as talking. I went through a stage of depression. And here's what I found. Wallowing in self-pity had a degree of comfort to it. Mm -hmm. right? So that's why I said you know, some people like it. Alright, sure. But what's, uh, what's one of the hardest things you find? I would say, I would, I would then say avoidance. Avoidance. Yeah, we avoid um, seeing the truth, accepting the truth of what God is showing. Um, I mean, to myself, definitely. I mean, the Holy Spirit speaks so often, but but we often, but I also ignore, try to ignore and reject His words so often as well. Yeah. And, um, and I would just go, oh, tell, tell me, Holy Spirit, just speak to me. But he would just keep telling me the same thing, and I would just keep on rejecting the same thing. And it's like walking around the water Jericho <laughs> continuously. Mm. Mm. Same war, same battle, not willing to face um, the issue. Like the children of um, is, uh, Israel in, in the wilderness. 40 years, but the journey could have been finished off in like a couple of weeks' time. But why? And I feel like I've been in that state 
for some times definitely just avoiding just being so stubborn on intercepting the truth right. and I think why I find it so hard to accept the truth and try to avoid it is because I don't want to know the truth sometimes it's mm. too scary mm. there's too much fear behind it that I have to see my real brokenness that I have to admit that yeah. I'm very insecure in these sort of areas mm. that I have to admit so many things that I've done wrong that are not right I have to change my beliefs my my self-discipline uh, lifestyle all those things I guess I just have not been willing to pay the price because I know there's a price to be paid off for something new to come mm. the, f before the new life comes I have to put it off and that putting off the act of putting off <laughs> I just keep on yeah and it's hard and it takes effort too and and I guess, yeah, I just don't really want, want that deep down inside. Although there's so many times in the past I pray for God, just, just do, I'm healing. I'm, I surrender all. I lift my hands to the sky, whatever. Singing those, all those worship songs, you know? But you know, sometimes you sing those worship songs at church. As you sing those words, you realize, crap, do I actually mean that? You, yeah. you catch yourself that, wait, well, maybe I'm, I shouldn't be saying that right now in church because I actually don't mean it. Yeah. It's, but it's interesting, God still honors those words sometimes and take us to this moment of crashing mm. to, to allow us to give us a chance that, hey, yeah, it is for you. Yeah, you can, you can surrender or you can have all things mm. that I have promised wow. you. You, you can do this with me, obviously, not with your own strength. Mm. Um, so, yeah, the avoidance, definitely hard, and to admit. But surprisingly, also has been really freeing at the same time, I guess. The, Jesus said, says that if you know the truth, the truth set you free. I think that's a great uh, reward of admitting, accepting the truth of that we are not enough, that we need to stop relying on our own wisdom, our own understanding in, in doing life, in doing relationship and finance, yeah. Um, yeah. all those sort of things. And there's a freedom of, yeah, I guess I just can't be my own God anymore. I guess I just, I just can't pray those prayers that I used to, bot, uh, to boss God around, mm. yeah. to make myself the master of G Jesus rather than letting Jesus be the master because we often pray prayers that we just tell God to do what we want mm. but when we come into these crushing moments we actually have to submit to what God wants us yeah. to do and want, right. who, who God wants us to be yeah. and we're back to the choice and it's about him being the Lord and Savior and Father a best friend a comforter and counselor in that space yeah. and it's humbling yeah, at the same time it's like yeah I don't need to be in control anymore yeah. and all of a sudden it's free because you don't need to figure your things out but when you be your own God you have to figure everything out yourself how tough is that and that's not yeah that's not easy it's no like, yeah nobody's got life figured out and then it's like oh yeah no I'll figure it out myself yeah but we still do and it's how interesting how interesting it is we, we grew up with that mindset we need to figure this out by this age and that age. We need, 
yeah. think of all that. Which which is wisdom behind the there's some wisdom behind there Bible talks about you gotta you gotta be careful what you read what you sow. But at the same time when we're talking about being in control of everything, we stop worshipping God, we start worshipping ourselves, our own ability mm-hmm. or the worldly opinions about Oh, this is how you're supposed to live your life. Yeah. You're giving into those thoughts and belief system which are not right, and I think yeah. it can be very disturbing and set unsettling. Yeah. So what's the like for me? There's this there's this thought as well of we do have quite a lot of people who sometimes believe. Um, like they will stop following Jesus after a little while because God didn't answer this prayer and that prayer or maybe they've hit a hard time um, and I mean I, I remember the times where I, you know when I you know if I'm going through a rough time I just kind of completely complain yeah. complain to God and be like God you know this is what you said he's where I'm at it doesn't match up at all mm. what's the go with that like you know, and I mean, over time, I sort of have to learn not just to not just to suffer well, but also to include in my theology the idea that God is actually okay with us suffering. Mm. That's a, that's not a good thought to to believe. You see, it's hard. That's why sometimes we keep avoiding it. And that's but that's the truth. You know, like, um, who is it? Classic example is Job. He's righteous. Um, he has, you know, God's blessed him. But yeah. at the same time, even though he didn't do anything, God's still okay with him suffering, losing absolutely everything, mm. taking off his children. That's, I mean, okay, Old Testament. Is that the same God who's in the, in the New Testament? That's the other part of it because we, you know we talk about being under grace and things like that. Um, but I just I don't know if we have enough uh, or if we have a rounded enough theology sometimes to or view about God to help us explain the hard times of life. Mm. You know, it's 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 the it's the idea that. God, yes, wants your health and well-being, um, but until you get that, what are we going to do with this middle part? Mm. In this place where you actually have to figure out, uh, you have to figure out your future. You have to figure out to seek, you know, seeking God for your future. You have to figure out what you're going to do. You figure out, uh, you know, where are you going to work? What kind of training are you going to do? Um, you know, and and sometimes a lot of us, you know, they would rather go with what we know yeah. because what we know is easy. Oh, what's everybody else doing? Oh, I'll just go that way. Yeah. But it actually takes courage to stand alone in the middle of the pain and to say, God, what do you want? Mm. And I like what you said, um, and you mentioned it real, real subtly, which was. It's, it's it's not that Jesus is just our savior; He's also our Lord, and that means He leads us into places where it's actually going to be uncomfortable. I mean, the mm. first thing the Holy Spirit did to Jesus was take Him into a desert mm. to not eat for forty days and forty nights. Um, 
you know, what do we do with the theology of a God like that? What do we do with that kind of conversation? Um, mm. You know, about that kind of God. How how have you begun to how have you begun to make that an ac- like a, a thought that you start to accept inside of your life? Yeah. You know? Interesting with you mentioned about Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness straight after he got baptized. But the but the wilderness, the whole encounter, the fasting, uh, the whole encounter with the devil, the change, and the fasting period, the Father actually was using it to 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 um, remind Jesus who he really is yep. in that sense. That's like right. he's actually using it for Jesus' good. And and I feel like the wilderness, the the valley, whatever situation we're in right now, I feel like crushed, being crushed. It's actually only being used to for a revelation of who he is and who we are in a greater in yeah. a greater awareness. Yeah. Yeah. It's for the greater good. Mm. I believe in every darkness in our lives is only used to expose greater how great the light is. Yeah. Of Jesus. Every bad stuff. Darkness exists to define what light how bright light really is. Um, so in that sense I try to stop asking why I mean I still do ask it but I try to stop asking so, so many whys because God just doesn't answer it he doesn't answer all the whys so, sometimes when we keep on asking the wrong question he chooses not to answer maybe we need to Ask a better question. Yeah. God, what are you doing in this? What's the good yeah, that you're doing? Right. And shift a, a, such a perspective that no, he's he's good, so I won't blame him now. But I'll ask him, give me a revelation of what you're doing right now that's so great, that's so valuable. Mm. I've been reading yeah. this book um, by Bob Golf um, called Everybody, Everybody Always. Yeah. And I just read a small part of a chapter this week and he said this lines quite like profound to me with what I'm going through, you know, the crushing season. Mm. He said there's so many unexplained events happen in life and we all want to know why, but we have to be very careful um, the answers we'll give to it. Rather than allowing mm. God to tell us later on sometimes we can just give an answer to it and it could be the we could believe in the wrong answer we give to mm. it we just got to be mm. careful how yeah. we interpret bad stuff because some people will say oh because i've sinned because i've i've done this or because yeah. that's other people's fault yeah or is this because of judgment there's also different interpretation coming from yes. different beliefs right. but when we have a wrong belief we interpret things wrongly naturally wow. so we got to be careful whether we have the right beliefs and we don't want to just give a answer to it and and he also said at the end wow. maybe we need to learn to trust god that is good and we will wait for him in eternity 
to answer all these questions. Maybe eternity is so long because it's got a lot to tell us. <laughs> Just like, so cheeky this guy, yeah. putting things in such a nice wow. way. He, he said it a lot better than I explained That's it. That's so profound, like, because sometimes we'll, we, we, and I don't know, maybe it's part of our culture, but we are uncomfortable with silence. And sometimes God's silence because I don't know, maybe it's a lack of knowing who he really is and that he is good or how good is he really, you know? Yeah. Um, then we start to reinterpret God's silence as all these things. And that can lead people to a very dark path. Um, but I love that. That is so, 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 so very good. Um, yeah.